Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Leading Behind the Scene. This month, I wanted to dig into the fascinating world of human resource management. And I have some amazing guests who will help us unpack the ever-evolving landscape of HR, uncovering its secrets, challenges, and best practices. So stay tuned all month long as we talk to industry experts. To kick off this conversation today, we dive into the crucial topic of role clarity and performance management with Dr. Tiffany Slater. We'll explore the ins and outs of role clarity and performance management, We'll uncover some strategies for defining roles, setting clear expectations, and aligning individual goals with organizational objectives. Plus, we'll share some tips on how to provide constructive feedback, conduct performance evaluations, and create a supportive environment that encourages excellence. Y'all ready? So grab your notepad, settle into your favorite listening spot while I introduce you to Dr. Tiffany. Welcome, Dr. Tiffany. How are you? I'm doing well, Gwendolyn. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so excited that you're here. So let me tell y'all a little bit about Dr. Tiffany. Dr. Tiffany Slater is the CEO and Senior Human Resource Consultant for HR TaylorMade, the human resource solution for small businesses. HR TaylorMade partners with small businesses to provide seamless HR support for their team. She has been an HR professional for over 25 years with experience in all aspects of human resources. She also has experience in a variety of sectors, including union and non-unit, PK through 12 public education, property management, manufacturing and casino industries, just to name a few. So she is well qualified to talk <laughs> to us today, y'all, about HR. OK, and I'm so glad to have her on the show. So, Dr. Tiffany, yes, of course, when my team and I came up with the topic to focus on HR, you know, you were one of the first people that came to mind. And I was like, I knew I had to ask her if she would come on the show. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. So you ready to just jump right in? I'm ready. Let me have it. <laughs> All right. So we know HR is like a core component of every organization whether large or small, right? And its breadth is like so far and wide reaching. So today I love for us to just kind of focus on the importance of role clarity mm -hmm. and performance management. And I know you've talked about this subject many times before. So mm -hmm. to start us off, can you just kind of explain to us, you know, what role clarity and performance management is in an organization? We might have some newer CEOs out there or small businesses who haven't really thought about an HR function mm -hmm. in their business. So I want to make sure they kind of understand what we're talking about. Yeah. So role clarity is essentially 
every person being very clear about what their role is in the organization and what contribution their role is supposed to make to the organization, how they help the organization reach its overall goals. That's role clarity. It could really come in a couple forms. It could come in the form of a job description, but I'm sure many of us have seen job descriptions that are pretty nebulous and they just list out a whole bunch of things, but you're like, okay, so what's the difference between my job and her job? It's just a couple different words, you know? So it could come in the form of a job description if it's a well-defined and outlined job description. The other way that people can get real clear about role clarity is by the strategic plan and where we outline things Mm. that we're going to do for the year and who's responsible for what. That's another piece of the puzzle that can be really, really helpful as it relates to people being clear about what it is they're supposed to get done. Yeah, I love that. The other thing is the performance evaluation. And I really don't like the word evaluation. So I, I tend to say more performance feedback because that's really what it is, right? I mean, the purpose of the feedback is to help the individual understand what they should keep doing and what they should put a little more effort into or work a little harder on, if you will. So it's all about a feedback loop, really. It's about you as the leader providing the individual feedback as it relates to the work that they're doing for the organization. Are they hitting their targets? Are they productive enough? Are they, you know, edifying the values of the organization, all of those things that really, really are important to the success of an organization. It's all about how effective your people are and how effective you are as a leader. Oh, I love that. And so kind of keeping along those lines, what role does this have in reaching your overall goals and kind of play in this whole feedback performance process? And how do you Mm -hmm. integrate it into your organization? Because I remember coming from the corporate sector, it was like once a year. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, you waited 12 months to tell me that like I screwed up on something nine months ago. Like, how do you integrate that really effectively into your organization, especially for small businesses? Yeah, well, it's actually really easy because we do it already. We just don't look at it as that. Because essentially feedback is feedback. It's me having a conversation with you. It's me sending you an email about something that you forgot to do or, um, hey, next time when you do this, can you make sure to submit it two days early? Or um, next time when you reach out to the client, don't forget to mention how wonderful they are. Or, you know, I had a client to reach out to me and say that you were just amazing at this thing. That's all performance feedback. Okay. And so the piece that we miss is pulling it all together kind of regularly and sitting down with the person and just saying, hey, let's chat. How do you think you're doing? And then you give that person your feedback as it relates to some of the areas where they've made improvement and or have struggled. And you provide your support and acknowledgement of the fact that they are making improvement or struggling in the area and need support. But we integrate it in the organization by first documenting what the process is Mm. and making it an official part of the organizational calendar. Every three weeks in my organization, my team and I have a touch base. I have a form that they fill out. 
They submit it to me and they lead the conversation. At the end of the conversation, I give them my feedback and I put my notes in there and we're done. Quarterly or every six months, you pull all of those touch base conversations together and all you're doing is summarizing because it's already there. I love that. And we don't wait until one year to give all the feedback. That is ridiculous. Absolutely. (laughs) I never understood that in corporate. So what are some of these tools that you're using to kind of document all of these things in so that it makes it super easy to pull it all together at the time of the conversation? Yeah, so we use Monday.com as our project management system. And so the form lives in Monday.com. And just to take you down a little bit of a rabbit hole, their touch base meetings are on the calendar every three weeks. And in the body of the, the calendar invite is the link to the form. So it's easy. They yes. know what to do. The form is, I think it's about five questions. So super easy to do. Super easy. It literally takes them about five minutes. And the more you get into the routine of it, the shorter the meetings will be because people are already clear about what it is they need to communicate. And it makes it so much easier for people to communicate outside of the structured meetings because you are making it a part of the DNA of the organization, regular conversations about performance that are team member led. And it's not about the leader saying, you did this, you didn't do this. I think you're amazing. It's them rating themselves, you reflecting back to them what they've acknowledged as being great or a challenge, and you sprinkling a little something on top to, to give your perspective and guidance to help them help you continue to grow your dream as an organizational leader. Yeah. And you provide support and training where needed. So it doesn't have to be this big, hairy, scary problem. Yeah. Because that's what I think a lot of people see the performance evaluation process as is scary. They don't want to do it. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I love that because it removes the dread from having this conversation or it being this time of year, right? Like I remember in corporate, it was like, oh, it's that time. Like it's that time of the year. And now I'm trying to remember all the things that I did do amazing throughout the years to bring with me and be prepared for anything that might come from the other side versus where now You've just made it a part of the culture. We have regular feedback conversations. It's on the calendar. These are things that's going to happen. And I have to think that that helps as well with kind of role clarity because it's an expectation that everybody on the team does this, right? So what did you do to kind of effectively communicate this at the beginning that this would be part of the role? Well, it's definitely a part of our onboarding process. I share with them what this process is, how they will be communicated with about their performance. And so, yeah, we kick it off that way. And we will definitely, you know, review the job description and then have a really clear understanding of the definition of done. Um, So when we do our strategic plan and individuals are assigned uh, tasks, they know what it looks like. I love that. I got that from the book, Buy Back Your Time. Yes. definition of done, I am (laughs) 
that phrase was just amazing to me. Yes. And you guys know, we talked about Buy Back Your Time. I think it was just last month. So it is definitely a book that you want to pick up because there are so many gems in there about things like that. I absolutely love that. So what do you think are some of the challenges? Like what are some of the common challenges that organizations face when they're trying to define role clarity or, you know, map out their strategic plan and who's going to do what and create a performance management or performance feedback process? What are some of those challenges? And then what do you think are some of the ways they can overcome them? Well, the easiest way to overcome them is to hire us, is uh, to hire HR Taylor May. (laughs) (laughs) That's the easiest way. Um, But I think the biggest challenge is the lack of knowledge and the lack of confidence Mm. in those particular areas because it is something that they've never had to do before. It's one thing to work in an organization where people give you a document to use and tell you what to do with it and all of that. It's another thing to be in your own organization and have formulated some idea about what you want this process to look like, but not know how to get it over the finish line. And so that's what we do at HR TaylorMade. We are the administrative HR team for small organizations and nonprofits. And it's really what we enjoy doing. We enjoy creating those processes and systems and understanding how the organization works and their values so that we can make sure that we create systems that align with that and that will help them get there. So honestly, the easiest way for them to get past this is to hire an expert. I love that. And HR Taylor May is the expert, y'all. And I'm not just saying it because I love Dr. Slater. I'm saying it because (laughs) they are bomb.com at what they do. So let's talk a little bit, kind of going back to this performance feedback piece. You know, let's say you're having these regular touch-based conversations. You've pulled it all together. How do you recommend handling underperforming employees within that framework? Be honest. (laughs) Be honest. Don't be mean. Don't be rude. Don't be condescending. Be very honest and transparent and kind Mm. to that person. I always think about when I was working in an organization as an HR person, I would often have leaders come to me and say, you know, I'm going to rate this person needs improvement in all of these places. And my next question will be, well, The evaluation, because it was a once a year evaluation, (laughs) it should not be a surprise. This evaluation really should summarize all of the conversations and feedback that you've given along the year, over the course of the year. And so show me your documentation that says that you've had this conversation with this person and you're not going to blindside them Mm. because that is not fair. When you let a person perform poorly over the course of the year and you don't say anything or... You say, you know what, Gwendolyn, you're doing great, but I just need you to tweak this one little thing. That's telling Gwendolyn that she's doing great. And there's a little something that she could do to make it better. That's what that says. It doesn't say, Gwendolyn, this is serious enough for you to be rated your annual evaluation. So we've got to be honest and transparent with people. Not being truthful with people about poor people is not nice. Yes. 
because what's going to happen is they're going to keep doing it and they're going to leave your organization and go somewhere else and do the same thing. So you're not helping them. Yeah. What you're doing is avoiding the discomfort of having that conversation. That's good. And you're not giving them the opportunity to improve. Right. Because sometimes there may not even be an awareness on their side, because, again, there may have been leaders before them that just allowed them to continue that way. And so this is normal to them. They think everything is fine. And I agree with you 100 percent. I think it's such a disservice because then if you do this at an end of year or you've let all this time pass and haven't had any conversations you're kind of blindsiding them. And I think that affects morale, right? And that person's individual confidence as well. And so I love this factor of be honest, be clear, but also be kind in the process as well. That's some good stuff, y'all. So don't be out here not being nice and just letting people be out here doing whatever. And y'all ain't saying nothing to nobody. Knock it off. (laughs) The other thing I want to add to that, Gwendolyn, is when we let people behave in a manner that is not productive or conducive to us reaching our organizational goals, we truly are choosing them over ourselves because Mm. it usually puts us in a position where we have to clean up yes, or where we have to explain to the client why something wasn't done the way that they asked for it to be done. So who are you choosing? That's good. Who are you choosing? I'm choosing me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose the success of my organization. So I don't know who y'all choosing, but I'm clear. Dr. Slater just got us together all the way together. (laughs) (laughs) So are there any considerations that we have to consider if we're like in a virtual environment versus kind of a physical environment as it relates to like performance or roles and things like that? None at all. Okay. It's the same thing. You still need a job description. You still need a performance feedback process. I don't see a difference in the way that those would be carried out. I love that. So Mm -hmm. outside of some of the things that you told us before we wrap up, how can CEOs encourage this culture of continuous improvement and feedback and things like that? What would be some of your, your best strategies that you would tell them? We have to have a culture of trust. People have Mm. to trust that you're not going to fire them for their honesty or you're not going to hold their shortcomings against them. They have to trust you. Oh, I love that. So when it comes to the performance feedback process, if you do have a system like I described that we have where the team member is providing the feedback to you and you're then They're evaluating themselves, if you will, and then you provide your feedback. If you want them to be honest and really point out areas where they're challenged, then they have to trust you because I'm not going to tell you what I'm not good at if I don't trust that you're going to use it against me. Yeah, so true. Yeah, so true. That's good. And you can't help them if they don't do that. I love that. And that's really the thread throughout our businesses, right? Throughout any organization, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, it's the people that's helping us accomplish our goals. And so if we don't trust them and they don't trust us, are we really making any progress? Right. That's the thing we have to consider. Dr. Slater, thank you so much for sharing today and saying yes to coming on the show. 
Absolutely. Please tell people how they can connect with you. Yeah, I'd love for them to connect with us via our website, hrtailormade.com. You can also email us at support at hrtailormade.com. Awesome. Beautiful people. Remember, role clarity isn't just about ticking off a box. It is the compass guiding your team and your business towards excellence and effective performance feedback. Because I was going to say management isn't about judgment. It's a roadmap for growth and success. So thank you so much for joining us on Leading Behind the Scene today. Remember to subscribe, download your favorite episode, and leave us a rating review. Until next time, remember, keep striving for excellence, set clear goals, and clarify those roles for everyone involved. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scene. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.